Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello, hello everyone. This is Suzanne Knabernikol with Police Science Snippets number 158. Your weekly, let me just mute my phone, which I just forgot. Your weekly dose of snippets of little bits of information in the fields of police research, criminology, investigative psychology, evidence-based policing, bits of information that I'm hoping you're going to be able to use, put into practice or start thinking about straight away because I'm trying to not I'm trying to exclude all those research bits that I think are probably too generic, too specific, too niche, or too theoretical and abstract or all about methodology. So I try to bring things to you that hopefully you can use in some kind of way straight away. There's three each week and you can access all the previous ones from the 157 previous weeks times three every time. If you go to the policesciencedoctor.com website and go to forward slash read, R-E-A-D for reading. And you just need to be an email subscriber to get the password to access that page. To become a police science doctor, email subscriber is very easy and it's free and risk-free. You just Google police science, go to police science doctor and leave your details in the form that pops up or that you'll find at the bottom of each page. And then you'll get those delivered straight into your inbox, those snippets with the link to the, to, the, link to the original research as well. Um, that happens every Tuesday. So let's get on with the first one. The first snippet for this week is about sexual harassment decisions. So in this study, mock jurors were more likely to believe the defendant was guilty and perceive the victim more favorably when no prior accusations had been made in the past by the victim. Another study found that the mock jurors rated sexually harassing behavior as more serious and inappropriate when the sexual harasser and victim were of the same sex compared to the opposite sex. So two different studies here. One was mentioned in the in the other one. <clears throat> so two different findings um, in two studies. So if the victim has made a previous allegation of sexual harassment, the mock jurors tend to believe that victim less. That's one thing. And the other one is that if victim and accuser accused are of the same gender, the harassment is rated as more severe than if they were of different genders. The second snippet for this week is about post-pandemic post crime trends here in the UK. During and following the pandemic, crime trends generally followed ambient population movement. So that means, you know, obviously fewer people were outside, there was fewer outdoor, less outdoor crime. And enduring lifestyle changes in the post-pandemic period. Notably increased work from home, accounting for um, continuing below expected rates of many crime types. So because obviously we, we didn't go outside during the lockdowns. And then once we went back outside, went back to work, things were different. We are now working a lot more from home than we did before. And that does have an impact on crime, um, crime rates. What they found was that by mid-2023, many, many rates of crime remained below expected levels. Their mean monthly differences, including theft from person, less 22% um, less than expected, burglary 20% less, maybe because people are home more, vehicle crime 29% less. Again, people can maybe see their car from the window, violence and sexual offenses. So that's 
I assume, um, stranger offences, 27% and robbery down 16% and public order offences, 21% down. So that's positive news, less crime since the pandemic. And the last bit for this week is about gender and sexual violence. Um, gender, gender and sexual minority, I've got a mistake here in my snippet. Gender and sexual mi minoritized GSM youth are more likely than their cisgender heterosexual peers, so that's people who were born one gender and identify as that gender, um, peers to experience intimate partner violence and practice, and also more likely to practice bondage and discipline, domination and submission, sadism and masochism, so BDSM. Um, programs that serve GSM youth should address um, victimization of intimate partner violence, offer sex positive education regarding healthy relationships and BDSM, and assist GSM youth in differentiating abusive, beha abusive behaviors from consens consensual BDSM. So non-heterosexual young people in relationships are more at risk of intimate partner violence and are more likely to engage in BDSM, which in itself is obviously not a problem unless it's, it, it may cross over into the um, intimate partner violence sphere, which obviously it shouldn't. So these were the three snippets for this week. Um, excuse the additional word that shouldn't be in there in the when you download the snippet. In the last one, that threw me a little bit off um, course here. But um, I hope that is something useful for you. If there isn't, like I said, there's three every week and you guys cover such a different range of jobs, um, such a diverse range of jobs. Um, I can't always cater for everyone here, but hopefully you will have some, found something useful. Go through the library, join the email list, link, go through the library and just download the PDFs that are relevant for you and try to follow up with the articles that I'm linking to. And I wish you all the best and I'll see you again next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts. Thank you.